Welcome to the Go To Thrive Podcast, the place to inspire people in the workplace and go to thrive. Mary Jane Roy and Vivian Aqua want to make happiness the new norm and offer solutions to create higher engagement in the workplace. Hello, everyone. Our guest of today's podcast is Shay Hardy, company culture designer. Shay is going to share some tips about creating a thriving company culture. Woo! Shay, welcome <laughs> to the Go To Tribe podcast. Thank you. You're welcome, Shay. We're glad to have you here. Uh, please share with us something about who you are. Tell our audience something about Shay Hardy. I am a New Yorker. Uh, living in the Netherlands in Amsterdam for the last, uh, I don't know, 13 years now. I have an HR background and communications. Um, I also have a law degree, marketing degree. I, yeah, I'm a mom. I'm a lot of things. (laughs) Yes, you are a lot of things, for sure, for sure. And if I ask you the question, what has been your motivation to move into the areas regarding culture change and employee engagement? A lot of my work is around human resources and communications. It can be from recruitment or internal communications or onboarding or uh, unconscious biasness. Um, The main problem that all of my work is trying to solve is how can we get our employees to be more engaged and more involved in delivering the strategy and the long-term goals for the company. The issue really is that when they're looking at the problem, they're only looking at it from one angle. And usually that angle is human resources. When really a lot of it has to do with the experience that the employee is having in the company, how they're experiencing the company as a brand. And it affects the way they work. It affects the way they approach things. And I thought... What kind of angle... Sorry. What kind of angle should the employer look at their or his employees? Looking at their employees just from an HR perspective is very limited. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's a whole person that's joining your company. And um, it's more than just the role that they do. But it's also how they... um, how they receive their IT equipment, how they are, you know, how they can have lunch, where they can have lunch, um, how do they interact or how can they interact with their managers? It's just so much more than an HR issue. It's a manager responsibility and it's the company's responsibility. Well said. Very interesting as well. Yeah. You know, I think, I think you might have answered this partially, if not fully, but if you can add on to it in any way. In a, in a previous interview with Vivian, Shay, you mentioned employee sustainability is about the engagement of the employee. Can, can you give some more background into this comment that you made? If I think about employee sustainability, we're talking about how do we connect our our employees to the purpose of the company and how do we um, make sure that we have uh, employees beyond just the task 
that's how I view employee, employee sustainability. And in order to do that, people need to feel, uh, they need to, you need to attract the people that share your same values, the company values, you, they, so that they understand the goals that you're trying to do. Um, for example, if you're a bank, your, your goal is to make more money, make lots of money, <laughs> and to give money to your investors. It's, there are many people out there that are very interested in that type of work who share those values. And companies, banks, should attract those types of people so that they can help further their goals. So the screening of employees yeah. is, is really important. And it's an important aspect. That, that would be one way, of course, that companies can ensure um, the kind of pre-hiring evaluations that you do, the screening assessments that, that, uh, that you use to, to ensure that you get the right people. Uh, the connection to the purpose of the company, can you do that in any other way than just hiring the right people? Most companies are stuck with the employees they have. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stuck is maybe not a great word to use. <laughs> Part of it is communication and bringing people on board the journey of where the company wants to go, getting them involved in different ways and understanding how they are viewing what you're trying to do. So having conversations, um, making them a part of, of not necessarily the decision making, but because the goal is what the goal is, but how are we going to get there, getting their input in on that. Shay, from, from what you've shared, it, it uh, makes me think, and Vivian, I say this to you, about mm -hmm. one of our guest speakers who said, if you really want employee engagement, you've got to engage the mind and the heart. And I think, Shay, that's in essence what you're saying as well. Exactly. It's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, thank Indeed. you. And also, and also what I wanted to discuss with you, Shay, you mentioned about companies sharing their values, their goals. But a lot of these are discussed uh, only with the top management. And they are only shared, you know, when once they are presenting their annual report. What kind of tips can you give companies or give managers um, regarding involvement of their employees and of their coworkers? From, that falls under employer branding. Uh, and a lot mm -hmm. of companies do do this well by having posters in the hallway of their values of who they are, who, and it's not just who they are, but who we are as a group, as a community. We are a community that believes in X. We are a community that does this. We care about our customers. We care about our quality. And it should be loud and clear in every hallway. Uh, it should be in mm -hmm. the canteen. There should be a poster, a banner, something new. There should be a comment, a video. It's internal marketing. Yeah, and companies do forget that. I, this reminds me of Johnson & Johnson, who briefly, recently created um, – a mission statement, not for only their customers, but also for their employees and uh, creating diversity, set, uh, lowering the standards. 
So that's a good thing that you're mentioning. And I will also include the link of Johnson & Johnson in this podcast. If someone is unhappy at work due to the company culture, what would you tell them? This is a, something real that has transpired, I take it. And what would be your advice to that person? I would suggest that they try to be the change that they seek in the first step and talk to management, but not just management, but other employees. Change, culture change doesn't just happen from the top down. It's also from the bottom up. Um, I recently read an article, and I can't remember where it was, where um, I think it was Google. It wasn't an article. Someone told me about this at Google. They stopped one of their products because the employees said it's wrong. I have to find out which art, which product it was, and I, I can share that with you. But the employee said, we will not work on this. It's ethically and morally, we don't believe in it, and we're not going to do it. Employees wow. forget that they do have this power, and they, they can be part of the change. They don't, mm -hmm. things don't have to, things aren't necessarily happening to them. They can be the ones that initiate change. They don't have to wait for it to happen. But sometimes it can be scary for somebody to, from um, maybe the lower level to talk to somebody in the top. What would you, what kind of uh, tips would you give them to make this a topic that they can I would go talk, as a group. talk about? You know that... that safety in numbers. Okay, safety in numbers. But also you know that um, yeah. it's not a, it's the story of one match. If you break it, it breaks easily, but put 20 matches mm -hmm. together and you can't break them. That's a good reference. So not so much about the safety, yeah. as I just jokingly said, it's more about the strength that you achieve by going in a group. Yeah. There's strength in numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it, um, a question, why is it important for a company to invest oh, in their brand ambassadors this is such a this is such a missed opportunity and it doesn't even cost that much it's mm -hmm. it's it's important because i'll give you an example there is a company i won't say the name of the company but because of the mm -hmm. the um because their employees have said so many bad things about them and they continue to, of course, attract employees because it's a big company and people love it. But I will never buy from them. <laughs> I will never buy from them because they treat their employees like crap. And, and just because I also know personally some of their employees and the experiences they had, I just no longer believe in them. I don't trust them. I don't think they're ethical. And when a company doesn't think beyond just this role just today, and think about the experience that this person has within the company. It starts even as during the recruitment stage. I was talking to someone today, and they were saying they never get called back. They send in their CV. No one ever talks to them. This is an experience this person is having. This is also a consumer. This is a consumer that knows other people. Why? This is why you should care. It matters. It actually matters. More and more people care about where they're shopping who they're shopping with, where they go to buy things. And we have choices. We have the choice yeah, not to definitely. buy from you. 
so in an environment now, particularly in the U.S., it's now becoming once again an employee's market, which will eventually come over to Europe. <laughs> when? When? Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> but right now, a lot of recruiters are like, hey, um, I'm being ghosted. <laughs> I hired someone and they didn't show up. And it's almost like karma. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it, it's important to have brand ambassadors. It's important to invest in your people. It's important because of the long-term effects. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. It, I, I really had thought it's not just just your employees. It's every person that comes in contact with the company, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Employees, it, the, the amount of attention that companies put into the customer experience and the customer journey and um, for the people who are buying things, employees also buy. And they also talk to consumers. Not only consumers, <laughs> yeah. they talk to aunties, uncles, they, they do a family gathering and then a whole family decides not to buy a certain product. So I, I get what yeah. you're saying. Yes. Shay, what, what is your vision of employee engagement for the future? Um, I was reading this book. And this gentleman said that it, we've gone past engagement and we're now into experience. And I think he's right. Um, it's more about uh, really caring about the interaction that you have with your employees. More and more companies are paying attention to this. So we're getting to that place where that's going to be the norm, which is, which in a lot of ways are good. There will be, there will always be some challenges, but perhaps this won't be that challenge anymore. Interesting. And I was just going to ask Vivian, does Shay have no. any forecast as to when <laughs> we might do that? Uh, they've been talking about employee experience since about 2013, and they've been writing books about this. It's only just now 2018, what, four years? actually change not creative innovative companies companies but finance companies are in financial institutions are also looking at how they not just with their companies and the companies that are still lagging behind the big corporates that aren't doing anything about it will be left behind competition are getting older <laughs> so that people are coming the next generation is coming in and they're in I think also don't forget the government because they take a, a long time to change the way of going or the way they're dealing with people so I think the government is also um, a category that we should people yes. should need to look into about how can you keep your employees happy and how can you create the best experience so that they will be your, they can become exactly. your next brand ambassador. In, in terms of timing, I don't even know when anymore, but I, for me, cause I've been watching it for a long time and paying attention to what's going on. Uh, for me, it's getting better and better all the time, which is very I feel that too, Shay. Your last question, Shay. Is there any last thought or tip that you want to share with our audience? I think that a lot of companies think 
that investing in their people costs money. And, and for, to a certain extent, it does. I think they miss the fact that you can do small things to make big changes. Simple things like um, having fruit delivered every day, fresh fruit. That doesn't actually cost that much. Mm -hmm. Simple things like having a wellness program or even having one workshop, one wellness workshop a month. Doing things like having a, um, a sit-down conversation with all the staff, that costs nothing. Time, it costs time. But financially. <laughs> no, it's an investment. It's an investment. It's an investment. Those things. Yes. Saying, saying thank yeah. you. Saying to an thank employee. you. Saying thank you. Leaving your yes. door open as a manager. Just leave your door open. Mm. Being being transparent. Yeah. You know, just saying I don't know. Yeah. Or I know, but I can't tell you. Instead of coming up with something that is closer to a lie than the truth. I know what's going to happen next, but I can't tell you. This is what I can tell you. Yeah, I think. Yeah, transparency. It's the little things that matter, and managers consistently miss the little things. They need to learn, or maybe we can inspire them with this podcast to at least have yeah. a conversation with us or with you, because not everybody is born in the role to become a manager. That's something that people learn along the way and they take some training. But um, in these days of age, or especially now when the millennials are putting their foot down and demanding, you know, to take care of them, they really do to do something about it. Agree. Shay, I'd really like to thank you on behalf of both Vivian and myself for sharing these valuable tips uh, about company culture, about thriving, thriving in the workplace. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for joining the session. And to the listeners, if you have any questions or comments regarding this episode, please share them with us on LinkedIn. Thank you for listening. And till the next time. Bye. Bye. Go to Thrive Podcasts, empower people to be happy before, during, and after work.